0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
2: Now, Barbara Scully is with me, writer and broadcaster on the show today, because, Barbara, you something has happened recently in Irish hotels that has um, frustrated you. Tell us about it. I don't,
0: I don't think it's happened recently. I think it's always been the way, but it's just something. I mean, I have come across this before and every so often I just get annoyed when you're trying to book uh a weekend away or you know a few nights away somewhere in a hotel and if you're vegetarian and especially at this time of year when it's in the winter and we do these great hotels in Ireland that are really cozy in the winter with open fires, lovely places to hang out. Mm. And if you want to book somewhere where you don't really want to leave the hotel, you just want to kind of hang out in the hotel. If you're a vegetarian, that becomes next night to impossible. And I tweeted the other day because I was doing this search and I, I got very frustrated and I did tweet that it's easier to find hotels in Ireland that take dogs that hotels that have more than one vegetarian yeah. option on their main dinner menu. Um, and that is that is the truth. I mean, it, it just never ceases to amaze me how slow both restaurants and hotels are to um, adopt or adapt um, in order to cater for people who eat a meat-free diet. Um, but vegetarian it's, it's, isn't a new thing. Do you know what I mean? You think at this stage. No, it's not. But I mean, I think for a long time, uh, vegetarians, you know, we kind of feel we have to apologize for the fact that we don't eat meat. Um, And it's not like when you go to a restaurant that you're looking for them to buy in some exotic thing that restaurants don't normally cook. They all cook vegetables anyway. Mm. (laughs) All kitchens have vegetables. And I do not understand why hotels and restaurants think it's okay to just put one vegetarian main course on uh, their menus in my case both myself and my husband are vegetarian and my two daughters who live okay. here with me are um, so there's four of us and if we go out and this particular thing was for the four of us to go away for a couple of days after christmas um so if there's only one option on the menu like for number the four one, of even if i'm on my own but the four of us are hardly likely to want to eat the same bloody thing um and also it's there's just this huge lack of imagination around that one offering, anyway. You know, I mean, and what is it? Pasta standard. and
3: sauce.
0: Oh, you, your roasted veg pasta, your goat's cheese tartlet, and your risotto. They just come up all the time. And um, other restaurants think, especially even in winter, like that if they have a salad on that they can do mm. it without the chicken or something, and therefore there, there you go. That's your vegetarian that's option. Do
2: you know? It's funny, and I, it does my head in. Yeah, I had a recent experience of this myself. Not because I've gone uh, veggie, but but what we were doing a. Um, a lunch, you know, for the, for the team here yeah. for Christmas and one of the team is vegetarian and, you know, I was trying to look up options for, you know, different menus cool. whatever to find somewhere and because a lot of the restaurants now do a set menu for Christmas... Th- yeah. That's what happened. I mean, we were looking at the the various different menu options, and there's always there's one veggie starter which is typically soup yeah. or cheese, and in this case, the yeah. vegetarian doesn't eat cheese. So yeah, <laughs> so I'm, really ca- size, I'm really I'm really yeah. calling them out here. Now. And then the main course it is typically pasta and sauce, and I was thinking, sure, I can go out with the team and give one of them an option yeah. of pasta, like sure that you know you need to at least have more variety. I was shocked at how bad it was. I couldn't believe it. It's very bad. I mean, the only place
0: where you will get a lot of options. Option is if you eat in an Indian or Thai restaurant, they—they—that's they well, exactly what I ended up having the book. Have awful, <laughs> yeah, they have a, because culturally vegetarianism would be associated with those places, and you would you would find a great variety. But in mainstream restaurants and and hotels in particular, it just yeah I, I don't understand it because like as I said, they all have vegetables. Vegetarian cooking is quicker, it's cheaper, so their profit margin would be more on vegetarian meals. So there just seems to be a lack of imagination, a lack of understanding that very often a vegetarian, there might be more than one veggie person in the Mm. party. So you need to have more than one option on your menu. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And also there just seems to be a lack of a will to accommodate people who are vegetarian. And the other thing then that sometimes happens and kind of is less annoying, but like a bit annoying, is the fact that they get, they, they think, well, we'll make everything vegan, and that's fine. Now whereas I think vegans should be accommodated as well, but there's lots of vegetarians who aren't vegan. So in other words, if you're, if you're vegan, you don't eat any animal products at all. So you don't eat dairy, you don't eat eggs, yeah. you don't eat honey, you don't eat any of that stuff, which is fine. But if a hotel has all vegan options, so to cater for both, that's not great either. So what I'm saying is vegetarians sh- and vegan people should be catered for far better than, than is being done than at home. And actually, yeah. I was quite serious when I put on the tweet to the Irish Hotels Federation. Surely there should be some kind of education or awareness raising around this. Well, minimum because standards. I, imagine, I mean, if it's course. anything above yeah. a four-star
2: hotel or something, you'd imagine there'd have to be some minimum standards.
0: I mean, we went, down, we went down, my husband became Br- became British. No, my husband is was is British, but became an Irish citizen um, two weeks ago or whenever it was. And we yes. were down to Killarney. And by complete fluke, I stayed at the Victoria Hotel in Killarney. And when we went in, we found that they had a, com- a separate vegetarian menu with three options for main courses. The excitement. I mean, it was more exciting than <laughs> if they'd left a big bottle of champagne and I loads of chocolates in the bedroom.
2: All you want to. The or... films were just like, Oh my God, three. And in, in the end, we ate in the hotel both nights. Yeah. Well, you would variety oh, that's and that's different. absolutely stay with exactly. us, Barbara, because you've really um, started a conversation here today and there's lots of listeners getting in touch with us. If you want to give us a shout, it's 1800 453 106. Mary Jo is on the line as well. Uh, Mary Jo, you've been listening to Barbara there. Like, is this something that crops up for you?
4: Hi, Andrea. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, uh, it has cropped up from me. Um, uh, both the, the, the fact that there aren't a lot of options, um, it's actually put me off. I became vegetarian for about four months um, due to health uh, reasons, because obviously it's much healthier, um, and also ethics. Uh, I would love to never eat anything that has a face. But well, I actually went back to eating meat. The combination of not being able to get the right things in um, restaurants and airlines, airline vegetarian office, off, uh, options are usually virtually inedible. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, and also the embarrassment. It sounds awful. And, you know, I don't think it says much for me and my strengths of character, but, uh, you know the embarrassment of causing a fuss. You know, uh, when you're looking for a vegetarian option, you feel like you're compromising the people that organise it. It's like it, it was just said earlier about going out for a team meal, mm. and you know, okay, there's a vegetarian, right? We've got to we we've, 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 we've got to find somewhere to accommodate that one person. Um, so it was you know this feeling of causing a problem. It's a good point um, that actually, yeah. Me, you know teetering on the edge and left to my own ethics etc uh, i i would definitely be a vegetarian um, or a vegan.
2: But, so you've gone back um, to to a diet yeah. with meat because yeah, it's just I call myself
4: just- a flexitarian. Now <laughs> I try and eat vegetarian options where I can. Well, but, you can.
2: And um, do, do when, you, you find know, are hotels the you know options in hotels or are are they worse than hotels typically than restaurants? Sir.
4: Um. I yeah. Uh, I think in restaurants, as, as was stated earlier, you can pick Thai or Indian, so you can actually pick the kind of restaurant that would suit. Whereas with a hotel. Uh, you're really taking potluck. Some of them don't even have a vegetarian option. But it's very obvious that the chef has not taken any time to find out how to cook those different vegetarian dishes. Um, I mean, because as uh, the previous person speaking said, you know, they are actually very easy to cook. They're Mm. they're cheaper, um, you know, easier to have en masse and, and also uh easier to you know have on demand that you know you can just dish it up Yeah absolutely
2: uh, you'd imagine that you know be yeah. uh, it would be easier to, to to store in that in terms of freezing um, options as well I see a, tech, a message in from Fanula has got in touch too to say if I never see another vegan curry again it'll be uh, it'll be too soon Sean is with us too in Dundalk Sean have things improved do you think for, for people on uh, well trying to avoid eating meat Sorry, Andrew. Can you repeat that? Are things better nowadays for vegetarians? Oh, they or, yeah, oh, they
5: are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, one hundred percent. I'm a. Uh, i am I actually work as a GP here in Bir and and um, yeah, flat out as you, as you can imagine. Uh, I of that I work, I'm a part of a couple of groups: Based Doctors Ireland, I think that's by Ross G. and the uh, Irish Doctors for the Environment. And um, I suppose that's saying two things. You know, we it's important to eat plans for. Our health and also for for the environment. Uh, these are two kind to things that uh, we can do in our everyday that will uh, affect our own kind of footprint. And uh, I like to think of your diet as a as a pension for the future when you pay it every day. Um, but it's nice that today you're actually talking about uh, eating class for taste. Mm. And uh, I think Barbara and Mary Joe described like a lack of imagination. And I think there there probably is. And um, it used to be that you had to spend all the way down to. Wicklow to go to the Happy Pair to get um, decent bit of food, but no, I'm a bit more hopeful. I think um, you don't have to go too far now to get uh, a decent option, and I think if you ask um, chefs, want to want to cook, you know, for you, and they're happy to um, uh, to have something up. Um, it used to be that you had to sort of order a selection of sides, but uh, no, I'm a bit more hopeful. Um, the things have come along, but probably not fast enough. Uh, yeah, I think it's literally about you know our twenty thirty goals. Uh, but also, uh, you know, actually go back to that lack of imagination. It's funny Ireland tops the polls when it comes to rating their own good health. That we think we're, we think we're the healthiest nation in Ireland. Do we? We're one of, we're, we're, we're one of the on the healthiest. We really are, and it's actually that lack of variety. You know, they say variety is the spice of life. Um, so, for example, uh, you know, heart disease is our number one cause of death. Well, the European Society of Cardiology uh, routinely update their guidelines, and they say, along with to not smoke and to moderate alcohol intake and do some resistance and mm. cardio exercise, you know, eat a mostly plant-based diet and uh, limit animal products we can. So there's a, there's all these reasons we should be eating more plants. And then uh, just going back to variety, uh, a really cool uh, study in the um, United States, the American Gut Project. Uh, looked at the microbiome. We know there was uh, the bugs in our gut that confer either health or unhealth. Mm. Uh, but anyway, they, they feed on um, uh, on fiber essentially, and the outcome of this huge project, Andrea was saying that the really the the number one predictor of good gut health in terms of your, your microbiome was the number of sources of plants in your diet. And they're saying really she's trying to get thirty different plant sources uh, per week. Wow. So these are all reasons we should should be adding, you know, as opposed to vegetarian or veganism, which is this is what I do not eat. Yeah, uh, I can't be a you should be adding
2: it all for, for for all of us. No, look, it's very interesting. It's a, it's a good point for sure. Sean, uh, Jeff is is with us too on the line. Jeff, you are a vegetarian. I mean, you've been listening to to Barbara and Mary Joe and and Sean there. Yeah. Do we have enough options in hotels and restaurants for vegetarians?
3: Not at all, not at all. I mean, I'd agree with the first speaker that the price is extremely limited and uh, usually one option occasionally you get two but my biggest uh, bump there is that um, chefs in hotels and restaurants seem to have no concept that uh, vegetarians need a bit of protein and dish you up a load of vegetables and think that's okay you know
2: to be a vegetarian curry or something like that or stir fry
3: yeah well I mean occasionally they would have a bit of protein in them but but uh, that would be you know that would be the norm that they wouldn't have any concept of uh, what what protein is or the fact that vegetarians need a bit of protein. And I probably wouldn't agree entirely with a couple of the earlier speakers saying that you know vegetarian providing a vegetarian option is is easy because the vegeta- vegetables are there. It actually requires a bit more thought. but once once the meal or the menu is worked out, then it's okay. For the chef, but it does require a bit more thought than putting a slab of meat and some veg and potatoes mm.
2: on the plate. You know what I mean? And out of curiosity, Barbara, because one of the uh, the points has been made by other taxiers, did did you mention anything or say anything to the hotel? Oh yeah, you know, my kids call me Karen
0: because yeah, I generally do. And actually, I was emailing hotels where I knew the answer when I was looking at hotels and going, oh yeah, that one would suit us. It's in our price range. You know, it's in it's in the right place. And then you'd look at the menu, um, and there was only one veggie option. And I would normally email just in order to point it out, going, "Is this really your up-to-date menu? That there's only one vegetarian option?" And two it, come back and said, "Yes, yes, it is, yes, yeah." And then the other thing that that very often happens, both when you're there on the spot or when you do that is that, oh, well, if you talk to them when you get there, I'm sure the chef will rustle up something. And again, mm. coming back to Mary Jo's point, you do not want the chef having to rustle up something special. You, and you also don't want to choose yourself what you want. You know, the whole point of going out to eat or being away it's in a hotel option, is it's that you the have these options yeah. in front of you and you go, oh, that sounds nice. Oh, that sounds nice or interesting or something that I, I wouldn't normally have. Um, so I think that's, and, and the fact that when you do go out with friends, that you're going, I'm vegetarian, and then they're going, oh, well, you pick the restaurant then because
2: you'll know where you can get vegetarian food. <laughs> yeah, because if, if you're going actually, to complain, you you know where to go. So you choose, yeah. yeah and you don't to avoid, it to, just shouldn't. I know you don't, don't want to have does, to do that. Really, Absolutely. I see. Uh, it really shouldn't. Vincent and Carrick and Shannon has texted and he says, "My daughter and I asked for scrambled egg and toast. The waitress said we don't do it." But a chef overheard and said he would cook us uh, up the um, the scrambled eggs. He was right. You've got to get past the front line and talk to the people who get things done. Same in all walks of life, according to uh, DeVincent today. Um, Barbara, listen, thanks a million for getting in touch with us. Barbara, Jeff, Sean and Mary Jo there. A uh, great text in actually from a listener who says, it's bad enough looking for a vegetarian menu. Try trying to find a gluten-free menu for celiacs. Very little available. We feel very left out," says this texture. Another person has gotten in touch too, in the same vein, to say, "Veg eaters think that they're hard done by when eating out. Try being a celiac and going out for a meal. It's a huge challenge, and it's not a lifestyle choice like vegans," according to this texture.
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan,
2: brought to you by Avant Money.
1: Weekdays at midday on News Talk.
2: Now we were talking about whether vegetarians get a raw deal in hotels and restaurants and Barbara Scully was on earlier and she made the point that it's easier to find hotels in this country that take dogs than hotels that uh, have more than one vegetarian option on a dinner menu and there's been a lot of people getting in touch about this. Uh, One of those is Jen who was with us. Jen, you were listening to Barbara but you say it's not just the vegetarians that get a bad uh, deal. Hi Andrea, yes.
1: I, I was, Saying my daughter is a celiac, and it's an absolute nightmare to go out at all. We have to plan in advance the whole time, so you know we can't go in as a family into town and say, "Oh, let's just get lunch somewhere," or let's kind of see see where we end up for dinner. We have to plan a route and figure out where we can go, and is there going to be something that she can eat? And it's incredibly infuriating. Um, and I guess similar to, to vegetarians, you know, you, you kind of want to be able to have a choice, but with celiac. The the risk if they eat something with gluten is so you know it's so severe, Mm. um it's really challenging. So just absolutely frustrating. And and the other,
2: sorry, gone. No, no, I I was just going to ask. I mean, like, can you give me a sense of you know how many sort of options you might have in terms of restaurants around the city centre? Like, I presume all of them would have at least one option within us.
1: It might be a salad.
2: <laughs> and okay. If you have
1: um, a 13 year old, that's probably not her go to. Oh, no, yeah. Um, things like chips, um, if they're fried in a fryer that also fries batter, she can't have that because there's cross contamination. Um, A lot of kitchens will say, you know, that they, they can make something, but they won't guarantee that there won't be cross contamination because they're using flour, um, which I think is a little bit of <laughs> laziness, to be honest. You know, when you look at a menu and you might see that the the recipe or or the menu looks like it doesn't contain gluten, but they'll say we can't guarantee that it won't contain gluten, you know, that's the frustration. And I, I think because a lot of people are maybe gluten intolerant rather than celiac, they might be able to tolerate a little bit of gluten, but certainly when somebody has celiac disease, a small amount can make them
2: really sick. It's a different story. A different story entirely, absolutely. So, Jen, does this mean then you end up going back to the same place all the time? Yeah, (laughs) we do. Yeah, so there's no choice. Um, Yeah,
1: uh, there's um, certainly pizza restaurants that are actually very good and it's pizza or pasta, gluten-free, that they have in advance. Um, There's one kind of um, restaurant chain, (laughs) a takeaway. That, that she can go to that they'll do a burger without the bread although they, they don't do a, a gluten-free bun and you know we were in France and we've been in Spain um, in the past couple of years and they seem to have managed it very differently and there was way more choice in those countries than there are here both on the supermarket shelves and in the restaurants it was much easier to eat abroad than it was in Ireland
2: Why is that?
1: I have no idea <laughs> I honestly don't know um, I don't know whether it's an attitude or, or whether there's just higher expectations in, in other countries that people should have the choice.
2: Like I was astonished by how poor the choices were for vegetarians. I would have thought in 2022, you know, you'd have a couple of options on a menu. And I was telling Barbie the story earlier that when we were trying to book the Christmas lunch here and work, you know, like how difficult it was to get more than one option that was beyond soup or pasta. Yes, yeah,
1: the the real basic And I really resonated when um, your other caller kind of mentioned about feeling awkward, you know, being the one person who you feel like you're making a fuss for. And I know my daughter certainly gets very kind of upset if she feels, you know, we'll we'll ask in a restaurant and they'll say no. And then we'll go to the next one and they'll say no. And she kind of feels it's her fault. And she's saying, oh, you guys go on and eat and and I'll get something later. (laughs) No, that's not fair. We're going out as a family.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, and it's not. I know, and I, you know, it's funny, it was only when Mary Jo made that point, I thought, you know, I think I could have been guilty of that last week when I was looking looking <laughs> at, at options. It just never crossed my mind before, to, to be honest with you, you know.
1: And I know when I went out with my younger two kids without my older daughter and was able to walk into a restaurant and not even have to, to look at the menu and, and we knew that we could eat all of it, I kind of felt that sense of relief. And then Gail said, like, oh my goodness, my poor daughter, is that she, you know, carries this burden the whole time. You know, it, it, it would be so much fairer if there was choice wherever. you know, you wouldn't have to pick and choose and feel that you're putting people
2: out. Uh, Paul is on the line as well, Jen. Uh, Paul, you've been listening there. You're also a celiac. I mean, are, do you find the options are just that bad? Oh, absolutely
6: awful, Andrea. Because in the last couple of years, I I was diagnosed with being celiac in 2015. Now, I'm one of a family of six, and the only other person in my family who's celiac is is my brother. Now, um, I have been hunting for uh, a restaurant that not only provides uh, uh, celiac-free food, but also it's so important that they also provide kitchen facilities which case for people like me and do not have a problem with cross contamination. Uh, now, in, prior to COVID, I found a restaurant on the north side of Dublin, where I live, that provides celiac free food. Mm. And am I allowed to mention the name? Go on ahead, yeah. It's called the Doghouse in Hope. And now, I was coming back from uh, Kildare Village the year before last, or not well, sorry, it was last year, and I had my sister-in-law who was driving me, and she said to me, she said, I know an Italian restaurant in Stillorgan that caters specifically for people like you, as well as providing every other diet type of food. And we went to this restaurant called Reba in Stilorgan. Oh,
2: I I've been in it before, yeah.
6: Yeah. Well, now, they not only uh, provide celiac-free foods, they have a separate kitchen area where I where it's like a galley kitchen, but it also does all the cooking for mm. people like me, and that's what I admired about them. Yeah, because they they, they genuinely care about the and, the and
2: not just paying lip service to the fact. That yeah, <laughs> and Jen, just on that because a lot of the points that the taxers are making, like, are there, is there? Some, I presume there must be some sort of a, a you know. Um, a recommendation or somewhere where people can find out like as Paul just mentioned there the one or two places that he knows of that have gone to huge efforts but like is there a list or I mean where do you go to normally to sort of find good spots so The
1: the Ar- celiac society have a cross grain um kind of standard that, that they do use and, and that they can give and I think a lot of celiacs kind of word of mouth and people sharing with each other and finding you know there's a few apps um, that, that can kind of indicate places and um, the the other thing, though, that is frustrating is there's usually a surcharge for um, gluten free food. So there'll be the kind of standard price, and then there'll be. Oh, well, there's kind of a supplement two, three, then four, as well, is there? Yeah, there usually is a supplement for, for gluten free, um, like rolls or whatever, um, additional.
2: Something but, extra to, yeah. I, a lot of people getting in touch actually about this. So it, it, do, it seems to be an issue for, for many, many people. Um, this email in from Ellie who says, I get really mad that there is absolutely no vegetarian TV chefs teaching people how to cook vegetarian. I'm no doubt, um, whatever, that many, many people would care for this. Many people would love to cook vegetarian several times a week but they don't know how to and often give up. There's a huge appetite for cooking more vegetarian so please educate the Irish public. Thank you, according to Ellie. This email from a listener who says a Recently a group of uh, people were booked into a hotel for a week as part of a training programme. There were eight vegetarians and the hotel were contacted to provide breakfast, lunch and the dinner for the group. There was one vegetarian option on the dinner menu for the entire week. Pasta. Every day we'd ask them to get the vegetarian lunches which was in the process and um, then delayed the training. One day they gave the vegetari- the vegetarians a sandwich in a bag with with tomato paste and a slice of tomato was the filling. I do want to name the hotel as they did rectify the problem but considering they were well notified in advance of the eight vegetarians it was very insulting and frustrating. It's still very difficult as a vegetarian to get a decent choice of food and options in hotels. Keep them coming into us. Lunchtime live at newstalk.com is the email address. Um, this texter says, I understand the plight of celiacs and with an autoimmune condition myself, I do empathise but I also own a small business and I think it's unfair to expect small family businesses to cater for all minority food groups. It's very hard to cater for everybody says this listener.
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea
2: Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money.
3: Weekdays at midday on Newstalk.